Welcome to the long and short of the week ahead, a production of Horizon SLJ Capital that takes a look at the macroeconomic themes of the week ahead and has been recorded for professional investors. My name is Matt Jones, Head of Distribution for Horizon SLJ Capital, and I'm joined by Neil Staines, Senior Portfolio Manager. Welcome back, Neil. Great to have you here again. Thanks very much, Matt. Nice to be here. So the week ahead sees the start of what I'm going to describe as an epic battle between developed and emerging markets. We will come on to the uh, T20 World Cup later on. In the meantime, though, perhaps we probably should focus on macro events in the week ahead. So looking into the week ahead, what have you got your eye on? Absolutely. Yeah, thanks very much, Matt. I mean, you know, I think starting off, there's going to be significant focus uh, on the monthly China data on Monday. You know, we get Q3 GDP, we get retail sales, industrial production, and the unemployment rate for September. Now, as we alluded to in this week's blog, you know, there's a very complex global macroeconomic backdrop at the moment. You know, this is centered around the persistence and intensity of inflation pressures, uh, not just in terms of the implications for medium-term growth prospects, but uh, also the implications of central bank reaction functions uh, to defend their inflation-fighting mandate. Now, obviously, there's a clear conflict there between those factors, uh, falling growth or lower growth uh, and higher interest rates, you know, particularly when uh, the vast majority of price pressures are a function of supply constraints uh, rather than excess demand, the kind of traditional area for central banks to uh, manipulate policy. But the China data will be very closely watched, uh, not just as a function of global supply, but also of signs uh, of increased likelihood of near-term monetary support from the PBOC. Now, perversely, a weaker number may be more supportive for risk uh, and of growth expectations through monetary support. Now, we're of the view uh, that support from the PBOC will likely be more targeted and not broad-based, and therefore rate cuts are not clearly in train, uh, as markets do expect. However, you know the data will be an important focus uh, and a strong start to the week. Secondly, uh, against this very complicated backdrop for inflation, growth, monetary policy dynamic, uh, you know, a trade-off uh, in many respects, the UK is back in focus next week. Uh, so we get inflation print for September on Wednesday uh, and retail sales on Friday, also for September. Now, inflation is expected to stay at 3.2% year on year, still in letter-writing territory for the Bank of England, although the governor is only required to respond to the chancellor every three months. Driver shortages and global supply chain disruptions are clearly intensifying in the UK as demand ramps up heading into the Christmas period. And I guess it's likely that we continue to see headlines in this regard. Retail sales also face disruptions from supply chains as uh, you know, availability is impacted uh, and markets are expecting uh, a further decline in retail sales in September. You know, from a policy perspective, We've heard from the new MPC uh, member, Catherine Mann, this week, who said uh, that she can wait on tightening rates, but the supply concerns are likely to last longer, um, adding to the complexity. You know, and indeed, you know, sentiment towards sterling, uh, which is currently dominated by the repricing of the front end of the yield curve, will also face uh, lots of potential noise uh, around the renegotiation of the Northern Ireland Protocol over coming weeks. You know, these... Uh, negotiating tactics from the EU, such as the threat of 
cutting off energy supplies uh, won't help sentiment or domestic energy price concerns uh, in the near term. In short, elevated inflation and disappointing retail sales activity provide a complex backdrop for the UK and for sterling. And lastly, we have global flash PMI data for October on Friday. Perhaps the most complex of backdrops this data series has faced in its relatively short history. The combination of inflation, supply disruptions, onward distribution problems and labour shortages uh, all make reading the headlines very difficult, uh, certainly in terms of their gauge uh, on future activity. However, going forward, uh, we see a return to a more distinct global differentiation, you know, with Asia increasingly coming back online uh, and opening up post-Delta uh, and with lower inflation pressures, importantly there. Uh, in EM and in LATAM in particular, higher rates uh, and the pass-through into business sentiment and consumer sentiment is, is something of a focus going forward. And whether you know US insulation from some of the energy markets distortions uh, and a relatively easy uh, monetary and fiscal policy, certainly relative to wider DM, plays a role. But essentially, it's how global growth expectations are impacted by the current inflation dynamic and how they differ globally. Now, we continue to expect U.S. growth and rate differentials to continue to widen relative to DM. Uh, the PMIs may be a current barometer into that progress uh, with important implications for the dollar. Thank you, Neil. A uh, fascinating week ahead and lots to, uh, lots to keep an eye on. In the meantime, though, as mentioned, the, the epic battle between emerging and developed economies commences this weekend with the T20 Cricket World Cup. But outside of the cricket, what else have you got your eye on, Neil? Absolutely. Yeah, thanks, Matt. You know, it's a return of the Premiership after the, the international break and the Nations League final, France crowned champions of the nations there. Uh, and But, you know, really for me, the, the focus for this weekend is all about the start of the ICC T20 World Cup cricket tournament. Uh, you know, we, we've got India uh, as, as the favourites with England, or Australia and the West Indies firmly behind them, and some relative newcomers to the world of cricket in Oman, Papua New Guinea and Namibia. This should all be a fascinating affair uh, and we look forward to that very much. Absolutely. Some age-old rivalries in play uh, during the course of the tournament and, uh, and perhaps the beginning of some new ones as well. Thank you very much, Neil, as ever, for, uh, for guiding us through the week ahead. We look forward to catching up with you again next week. Pleasure. Thank you very much, Matt. Thank you for joining us for the long and short of the week ahead. Further insights are available on our website, horizonsljcapital.com forward slash insights. We look forward to you joining us again next week for more insights into macroeconomic events and the long and short of the week ahead.